Creativity is a curse and a blessing. Having a million amazing ideas pulls us into all possible directions. Unless we monetize even on one of them, we need to find a way to support ourselves financially, right? Making money out of our passions, skills and creativity has never been easier than now. What is it so? In this episode, I'm talking about the importance of blending the entrepreneurial mindset with the creative ideas so that by creating structures and being aware of the niche's needs, we can turn our passion projects into our money-making endeavors, aka our business. You're listening to the Teach Your Obvious show where we talk all things creating and running online schools and building digital courses. I'm your host, Ruzanna, so let's get into the juicy parts of tips and tools and mindset shifts about online course creation. Whenever I talk to talented, creative people online, they are bursting with ideas. They try some of the digital marketing strategies to turn it into a business. I mean, their awesome ideas, any of their awesome ideas into business, only to fall flat on their activities. Being a multi-passionate person myself, I know what it feels like to be dreaming newer and newer projects into life. And I also know how much drive and motivation it holds to be able to see big visions and great projects come to fruition. I have had uh, countless hobbies. And I have mastered uh, them to like different levels of expertise, right? I wrote poems, short stories, I learned to knit and crochet, I made soaps, creams and detergents, then I grew herbs and made infusions, so all sorts of things. This meant that my son had fun and unique soft toys and beanies and scarves, and we used our own soaps and creams. And uh, this is why my son had no allergies or rashes ever as a baby. But then I also sold some of these things to my friends and fellow mums. And I also taught classes in how to make any of these things to um, friends or fellow mamas or um, students, even students in my language school. You might have listened to episode one, where I talk about my story and how I became an online academy strategist. And in that episode, I mentioned uh, my language school. My language school used to be my uh, first money-making project that I had built out of my skills and knowledge. And so... uh, Everything that I learned building that business and pursuing any of my hobbies had some correlation to the success that that business had. Um, In this way, I could um, easily validate 
strategies. I mean, the way that I uh, tried different strategies and different uh, tactics to earn back what I have invested into learning my hobbies. Um, and so I used all the things that seemed to work there and then and uh, tried it and applied it in my business as well. So none of my hobbies became an expensive hobby because I made all the investment back. And sometimes I made some profit out of it as well. But none of those hobbies did I pursue long enough to become the main money-making business activity. So none of those hobbies turned into a lucrative business. And uh, I am sure now you wonder why did I do it like this. With retrospection, I can say that I have always had my primary focus on building a business that is around learning and teaching. I prioritized all my endeavors geared toward that one activity and I centered all other activities around uh, that one focus so that I built that business. And I pursued all other hobbies to fill my cup, to find an outlet to my creative ideas and to test out those strategies that brought fresh perspective and innovative uh, solutions to running an educational uh, business. So everything that I learned taught me that there is only one thing about teaching that is worth mastering, and that is teaching how to learn. So this means that once you figure out how you can teach your followers how to learn the processes and systems that um, help them solve the problems they have and your offer can solve or your expertise or your coaching package or your system or your method helps them solve that problem, it should boil down to the, the only thing that it, that matters is that how they can learn that one thing, that process, that system, that framework, that methodology easily, right? And after all, learning to learn is the most important skill and uh, you can help them develop it. And it is worth mastering because we live in an ever-changing scenario called life. And yes, it's a cliche that it is fast-paced, that it is changing, but it is so true that even I grew up without even a landline telephone in our household until I was 13. And then I uh, didn't watch colored TV until I was eight. And then not to mention the internet or creating videos on our phones or uh, 
keeping in touch with people all around the world, right? So these fast changes brought about the need for us to be able to learn as fast as we can and to be able to sort out the information that helps us learn and tune out all the other that we hear as noise around us. So if everything boils down to this one skill in teaching, and that is learning how to learn, then what was it that kept me from sharing it with others? And uh, one day I just uh, sat down and... uh, laid out the framework for teacher obvious because I realized that this is what I have to share. And uh, I tell you all this because in case you also understand the importance of tweaking your skills, your creativity, your ideas, your uh, dreams to the needs and um, wants and desires of a community that can benefit from that skill, that dream, that vision, that creativity, then you are good to go and you are ready to build a lucrative business around it. And the most important lesson that I had to learn about it was the hard way. And I had to also recognize that just because me being multi-passionate, me being able to solve many different problems, doesn't necessarily translate into a business model that uh, makes enough money that I can live off, right? I was lucky enough to be able to run a school for very young learners with teachers, but I was also um, aware of the fact that we have those many hours in a day that we can sell with our services, and we have those many classrooms that we can fill with those many students. So then if we have this digital age and we have this amazing opportunity to create classrooms without the limitation of space and time for students to access it, then it's high time that I show people how they can turn the learning to learn skills and translate it into their creative outlet, their purpose, their um, frameworks, their systems, right? So Teacher Obvious helps you to create this framework, this environment where your students will be able to learn how to learn your skills, your expertise, your frameworks, your processes and apply it in their own lives so that they solve the problems that they have. And if you are a service provider or you are a creative with a done-for-you service, then I highly recommend you 
think about how you can scale those many hours in a day, those many spaces that you have on your calendar, and those many clients that you can serve over a period of time and compare it to the limitless hours students can get access to your course from all around the world without any limitations. And believe me, we are innately ready to learn anything, so there's no need for a teacher, guru, or sage interfere with it. We, on the other hand, as teachers, gurus, and sages, uh, know how to break down those processes and systems and lay it out for our students uh, with the right amount and chunk of information that makes it easy for them to process the information and it makes it, uh, the, the learning interesting enough to try and apply. The rest is up to our students' personal preferences, needs, and aspirations. So we don't need to be there and monitor or supervise the process itself. If I can give you, to wrap this podcast episode up, one piece of advice, it would definitely be that you have to learn to focus on the skill or passion that feels easiest for you to monetize, double down on that, and build uh, a good enough uh, or a big enough or a viable enough audience that is ready to engage with that one skill of yours, and you can keep a file for all the other ideas and dreams and prioritize your daily activities so that you can move the needle forward with your monetization plan, but also make time to do things that fill up your cup. And always seek for ways how the other projects can translate into growing that passion project of yours. So with that said, make sure that you open up your eyes to the needs of a group of people who can benefit from one passion of yours that feels the easiest to monetize and double down on that and make sure that you consider creating a digital project called an online course out of it so that it has no limits of accessing it by any other restrictions that the offline life puts on it. So thank you for tuning in and make sure that you like, subscribe and share it with fellow course creators or multi-passionate entrepreneurs. See you next Monday when the next episode drops. Thank you for tuning in to the Teacher Obvious podcast that gives tips and tricks to online course creators on how to build a course that their students love. If you know a fellow course creator who seeks to improve course completion rates along with student retention rates, then invite them over. In case you'd add something to this episode, leave a comment as your feedback is highly appreciated. 
Do you like what you've just listened to? Then please rate this podcast so that it helps to spread faster. Make sure you subscribe so that you get notified when the new episode drops next Monday.